Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the MIB podcast where we talk all things marketing, mindset and motherhood. Before we get, begin our very special interview with our very special guest today, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor. We want to thank sponsor Lauren Prentice, who is a serial entrepreneur and owner of six different businesses, which just blows my mind. I can just barely cope with the businesses I have. Uh, in lockdown, she launched something called The Business Box and has since gone on to grow it from zero to 1000 subscribers, which is just incredible. So if you're looking at growing a subscription business, please do go check out Lauren and definitely go check out the business box It is an incredible box. I have had a few myself. Unfortunately, here in Mexico, I don't get to receive them. But Lauren, we uh, definitely need worldwide shipping. Anyway, we are joined by an incredible lady today who is just very, very passionate about supporting um, children and I cannot wait for you to get to know her. So Ilza, please do introduce yourself and let everybody know a little bit about you. Hello. That was that was some welcome, wasn't it? I know Lauren as well and, and what she does is absolutely fantastic. Um so I'm Ilza, um living in Northamptonshire and I have a little charity called the Never Alone Project and we support bereaved children and their their parents or carers. And besides that, I've also got a little book business that I that I run alongside. And so, yeah, busy life, but good, good, and and very excited about the future. So she says a little book business. Tell us about that book business. And uh, you've shifted quite a number of books over the last couple of years, haven't you? Yeah. So I've got over eighty books published. I think the the number after this month is probably more over 90 books published and it's it's amazing it's just it's the perfect business for an introvert which i am you know quite a bit <laughs> um so it's it's just the perfect business you you get books out under a, a pen name or under your own name if that's what you want to and just getting the marketing right knowing your client and it's it's allowed me not just to to juggle life as a mum, I'm a lone parent as well, the, the children's dad passed away. So I'm juggling motherhood and the business and the charity and, and the book business actually allowed me to do that, you know, which is, is very flexible, very, very um, forgiving business is what I think. I, yeah, that's that's probably the most most important thing about this business. It's very forgiving. You know, it allows you to really build your life around it rather than the other way around. Tell me a little bit about the types of books that you're writing. Oh, so I don't write all of them. It's one of the secrets. Um, I publish all of them, but I don't write all of them. So they mostly just really soppy romance books. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's the kind of thing that, that you want to read when you just want to switch off your brain. You know, uh -huh. it's... it's and and then alongside that, we've got some books that's that goes a little bit deeper, um, you know, that deals with certain issues, such as bereavement. Um, this is one of the books that I've written myself. is upside down, downside up, and yeah, it, it deals with with a child going through bereavement. So we've got the social issues there as well, which I'm going to develop a lot more mm -hmm. um, over the next few months. And then we've just got the. You know, that just switching off your brain before you go to bed kind of books. 
which is just lovely and easy and relaxing. <laughs> so are you the next Colleen Hoover is what I want to know? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> My daughter is obsessed with Colleen Hoover. I've never read them, but I'm like, are they? Are they yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm, I'm so sorry to be a disappointment. I'm not. However... I've got a lot of other things up my sleeve, so watch this space is what they say, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. So talk to us about your book that helps children with bereavement. It's um, my, my children's father died when they were 8 and 11 years old. And we were looking for a book, or I was looking for a book, that because that, I know children hook into books very quickly and easily. And I just needed some advice, some some way to deal with what's going on around us. And I really couldn't find anything that dealt with it directly. There were a lot of awesome, awesome books out there. Um, for example, one that, that um, you know, a tree represents the person who's dying. And another one talks about a string, the invisible string. And it's it's amazing, absolutely amazing. But my daughter was just of that age where that was just a little bit too young for her. She needed something just more um, direct, I think, is, is the word that I'd use. And so when we couldn't find one, I just decided, okay, we'll do one then. Because if we're struggling to find the right book, there's other people out there doing it as well. Absolutely. So Upside Down is, is a book that's it's told from my daughter Leah's perspective. And it deals with all those difficult things that goes on in a child's head when somebody dies. The type of questions that they don't know whether they're allowed to ask an adult about it. So, you know, it deals with the funeral, it deals with afterwards, it deals with how their friends perceive the, the bereavement and how, you know, how their friends and teachers can help. So, yeah, it's something we're really proud of. So it's half story and half workbook for the child. And it's just a brilliant communication tool. In my opinion, anyway. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So talk to us a little bit about the Never Alone Project and how, how that was born. So that was from, from the same situation as well. I've lost my father and my, my brother only nine days apart. And it just absolutely took the life out of me. It's, um, you know, I couldn't get up in the morning. I, I isolated myself completely from everybody else. It was literally, I, I did the bare minimum just to keep us going. And I was just in an immense amount of pain all the time. And then when my children's father died a few months after that, I knew that I didn't want them to go through what I was going through. And that actually helped me to, to find a better way to grieve. Um, I've done all the, the studies, all the courses, all the books that I could get my hands on to learn how to deal with this better. And no doubt we have. We've, we've definitely dealt with his death better and, and with our bereavement in general better um, after I've learned all of these things. And so with that experience that we had, um, I found a lot of people coming to me to ask advice and ask advice for their, their children. And in Northamptonshire, there isn't a lot available at all. In fact, in the whole country, there isn't a lot available at all. If you're in London, you're lucky. There's, there's a few good, good organisations there. And, and dotted around the country here and there, you, you've got, you, you know, some really good help. But overall, there's not enough, not nearly enough available. And so it just became something 
informal that I did for people and, and that changed to actually, you know what, if my friends are needing this and their friends' friends needing it, then it's something that we need to, to make official. And that was how the Never Alone project was born. So we've only been going for a few months, but the amount of people that's coming to our doors is just, you know, it's incredible. And it, it feels really, really good to make a difference. Absolutely. So in your opinion, what needs to be done to facilitate that support further? Because as you said, you know, there there isn't very much support out there and it's in clusters. And unfortunately, there are people and children that are losing people daily, mm-hmm. um, hourly, and we need to do more. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, if you look at the, the numbers, one in 29 children will lose a parent or a sibling. That's between the age of five and 16. So that's one in every single class. Now, if you look at it a little bit wider, not just a parent or a sibling, but a grandparent or a beloved pet or a friend or, a, you know, uncle, it's the, the number obviously goes a lot, lot higher. But these things aren't monitored as they should be. And the, the, the staff in schools aren't trained as they should be and as they want to be i've had so many teachers coming through our doors saying you know we don't know how to help we we want to but we just don't know what to do and i think it needs to become a priority because it's one of those things it's it's obviously a massively you know um adverse childhood experience and it's one of those things if you don't intervene quickly and early on then the problems from it become so so big you know, and it doesn't need to be. Grief is something that's natural and it's it's extremely painful, but it's something that can be processed in a healthy way. And that is what we're trying to bring to people. So what needs to be done, I think, is is for for teachers really who who mostly has got, you know, the, the most contact with the children, is for them to, to get proper training um, like they want to. And then obviously you know, have the training available for people like you who homeschool, because it's 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 just it's such a big big experience. It's one of the most traumatic experiences that that you can have in childhood. Yet there's just not nearly enough resources available for it. So, what's next for the Never Alone project? Oh, the Never Alone project. So at the moment. We are setting up services all across Northamptonshire. So we, we're really like a little busy bees this month, you know, getting venues, getting volunteers trained, getting everything set up. And then from September, October, we are also going to um, offer support nationwide. So that will be online, you know, via Zoom or um, Facebook group and also phone support for, for people, you know, all over the country and and we're really excited to, to have that big next step you know it's it's something that's that's so needed everywhere and, and again it's coming from people who's asking me please can you give us support and they're not within our locality so we've done the training we, we're setting up everything in the background and we'll be offering support nationwide um, you know as much as we can and how um, can the general public help so with with a few things, um, of course, we'll always ask for donations. Because mm-hmm. that, you know, we're a charity. It's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, ladies, get your purses out. <laughs> 
so there's that and then there's also we we have the upside down book which we use in schools which we use you know for the children coming to us so if anybody wants to buy either a book for us or a book for their school that all counts um you know the the profits of upside down also goes to the never alone project so that that helps in two ways and then with time you know we need volunteers we need people who know what they're doing who can do all all sorts of different things you know donate prizes um buy a ticket from a raffle it's it's that whole community feeling that we need for the, the never alone project we've never um not made that the center of everything we do we we strongly believe that that TNAP is a community project you know it's it's the, the the parents helping the children the us helping the schools it, it's just you know it, it all interlinks and businesses who sponsor some of our services you know it we we often think oh it's just a bit of charity it all goes on the overhead but but it's not you know every penny that that comes into our our charity is being used to help a child in need a child who who is going through the worst of of their life worst days of their life and um, yeah so so whatever way people can support we're open to to any suggestions and raising awareness as well, you know, that's another thing that's really important to us. We're only new, you know, we're, we're taking baby steps, but the impact that we've already had is massive, I think. And um, yeah, so if you can either donate or donate your time or buy a book or sponsor a service or, you know, just just tell people about us, we'll be very, very grateful. Absolutely. So where can people find you? So we are on Facebook at the Never Alone Project or the website, which is www.tnap.co.uk. Fantastic. Thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. Well, thank you. If you know somebody that's been impacted, please do reach out to them and send them this podcast. Let them know if you have any teacher friends. If you have anybody that works with uh, young people, please do pass them this information. It's very, very important that we start to support young people and facilitate conversation because after all, conversation is everything. Ilsa, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me.